Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboy, they're always around to help build your home up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Check it, fam. Blazing Ride backstage, June 26, 2013. I'd like to welcome back my co-host of the program, Mr. Jonathan Weeks. John, how are you? Yeah, mine. How you doing? I'm good. Thank hey, you, so Glad to be back. Man. Hey, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, a lot of people are wondering, what what happened to you last week? Oh, my God. What didn't happen to me last week? I was stuck in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth airport for about 12 to 15 hours. <laughs> what did you, did it, first off, did it bring back horrible memories? Oh, it brought back a lot of memories, a lot of memories. <laughs> I started... I started twitching when uh, they told me the flight was canceled. Uh, I started twitching a little bit because it brought me back to those old times that I don't want to see ever again. But I relived it. I relived it again. And uh, I I think Dallas loved me so much I was stuck there for 15 hours. Just wonderful. Great airport, though. Great airport. (laughs) What did you do for 15 hours? I uh, revisited our old stopping grounds, Chili's 2, and... uh, Wow, and then I went to a They did not. Restaurant. They had a Chili's too. They had a Chili's they in Dallas. Chili's, they had a Chili's too there. They had, uh, they had a whole bunch of places. They had a Mexican restaurant. I sat in there for about four hours, but uh, after you know, <laughs> well, you sat in the Mexican restaurant for four hours. I sat in the Mexican restaurant for four hours, and uh, you know, there's only so many ch- free chips that you can eat. So I uh, got kicked out of there, and then uh, wait, wait, hold on. You you made friends in the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> I ate uh, those free uh, tortilla chips over there for a while. And, oh, I uh, thought you said there's only friendships you can make. You're, something's up with your phone tonight. You sound like uh, Kevin Costner in Waterworld. More <laughs> well, like Dennis Hopper in Waterworld. <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, I don't know what you said, but uh, I know you said that last time, too. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, all right. It's more like Dennis uh, Dennis Hopper in Waterworld. Incredible film, by the way. Is Dennis Hopper in it? Yes, he is. He's he's the villain, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you were stuck in the airport for 15 hours. You you canceled on me at the last minute. What's wrong with you scheduling, having a schedule a show during a day that you know you're going to be traveling, especially after we went through that ordeal in Charlotte? <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was only I felt it was only right to do, you know, just because. Uh, uh, you know, it brought back old memories, and I had to do it. You know, it's just I just I screwed everything up. I apologize. And, uh... <laughs> you had to screw everything up intentionally. Uh, I did. I and did. by the time you got to the airport in Hartford, what was going through your head? Oh my God! Well, two things. One thing, I was so glad, and I'm glad to be back on the East Coast, the best coast, by, by the way, and uh, to be back here with family and friends. Oh my God! Again. 
words can't say enough. Um, it was too long. Uh, seven weeks in Texas is a bit much. Uh, seven weeks too long. But the other thing was, I have to say, the old people are rude as hell, you know, <laughs> on the East Coast. You know, I know that's a, that's, a, that's a really bad stereotype, but, wow, I was sitting next to two elderly gentlemen the entire time. I think they were, like, elbowing me and punching me and hitting me in the shoulder, and they were like, you know, why can't you get it out of the way, sonny? And they kept hitting me. And... <laughs> but I was, that was in the putting... Bradley Airport? That was on the, the airplane uh, going back to Harvard. And, uh, you know, I, a, a big smile came across my face. I was like, I'm glad to be back. <laughs> hey, Weiss, have I ever told you that my friend fucked a tranny off the Internet? No, are you serious? I think we alluded to this before, yes. Uh, oh, man. Okay. Let's, let's, uh, so last week when you canceled on me, I had to put together the entire show in, you know, in a couple hours. So I, I got my friend Nikki and my friend Sean that I've never actually met in real life just on the radio, but he's funny. Uh, and uh, Nikki and I go way back. But what happened was, uh, remember I told you about that kid, Ethan, who was very uh, upset about not being invited to B. Marsh's birthday party? I remember that, yes. So... What we did was Nikki and I called him on the air last week, and the show wound up becoming Loveline. You know, look at what happened. You canceled it, and then it's just, you know, all of a sudden, she's Dr. Drew, and and, and he's asking her all this sort of life advice. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Dr. Drew. Who was uh, Adam Carolla? Were you Adam Carolla? <laughs> I think Nikki was both Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew, and I was uh, Baba Booey. Probably. Yeah. Oh my God, that that kid Ethan's got some issues, man. <laughs> what did you say about him last week? You said he was maniacal and you thought he had feathers and wings. <laughs> he sounds like a bird, you know. He sounds like one of those guys who goes flying around, swooping down on people, and then he gets mad when people start kicking him. You know, he gets mad when the the, the feathers start flying. <laughs> well, uh, uh, what do you say we uh, what do you say we try to call him again? Uh, I'm fine with that. Okay, so what we're gonna do this time is uh, I think we kind of beat a dead uh, donkey dick with the whole uh, situation with um, him and Demarsh's birthday. But the other situation he had last week was it seemed to piss him off more than Demarsh's birthday was that somebody took his spot on a train, like the train stopped the path train. He he stepped away to let people in. Then he got he tried to go back to his corner spot, you know, leaning against the door, and somebody else had taken it. And that seemed to anger him more than the whole Demarsh thing. And also, uh, Nikki said, "Well, I think you know I'm not that impressed by that one. I think John Weeks has it worse if he's getting kicked off a flight, you know, rather than <laughs> he can't lean back against the thing. So let's let's try calling Ethan. I don't know if he's going to be there or not, but we'll we'll give it a shot and." Try to work this one out. Yeah, let's give this uh, this gal a call. <laughs> By the way, try to call Tom Fogarty Linda a couple times tonight and see what happens. Okay, all right. Oh. Hmm. Oh, this is probably knuckle. 
You should now and mother. Where's the voice now? Well, well, he's probably going to get mad at us for calling him. Uh, you have reached Ethan Green. Sorry, I can't oh, call the phone right now. Please leave your name and a message, and I'll get back to you shortly. Thank you, and have a great day. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, did you, hey, did you give me a call back unless you're pissed off again? <laughs> did you have the same idea that that I did when we we both did the hey man at the same time? We did, we did. We I'm telling you, we're brothers. We're brothers here. <laughs> um, yeah, Ethan, yo, call weeks back. Actually, Ethan just texted me. What the hell? He he's texting me. He said, oh. "Yo, did you call? Sorry, I was packing." All right, let's let's try one more time. This is gonna eat up the entire night. Just trying to reach this fucking kid. This will be great. <laughs> <laughs> let's try again. I'm gonna t- text him trying now and see what <laughs> happens. <laughs> he's he's gonna love that message, mo. by the way. Pick up your slow mo. Calling him Shmoho? Slow mo. Slow mo. Hey. 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 Nice welcoming. That was nice. So we, we I, I got to say, this is a huge honor. I've heard a lot about you. Oh, thank you. Thank it was, you. It's an honor. It's with you for months now. Months, months are just just weeks, weeks and homes going at it. <laughs> so weeks, uh, weeks wants to talk to you about. The train incident last week. Yeah. Oh, what all right. This this train? What What happened there? I, I heard you're really mad about it. I was. I was very upset at the incident. I I, I go on the train, crowded train. Uh, I get on. I get my spot. And uh, you can you can uh, people people will stand by the doors of the train. It, it's a 15 minute train ride where you're going under the water and it's uninterrupted. And you can lean against the doors and you know sort of relax a little bit. So I'm leaning against the doors and uh, I have a spot there. And there's one stop uh, right before we get go 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 into the water, and uh, I move to let people on the train, and the last guy to get on the train takes my spot on the doors, and then literally just takes my spot from under me from by the doors, and so here I am, here I am, here I am, sitting there, just standing awkwardly with my shoulder leaning against the door, my ass against this guy's leg, and I've got no place to go. I've got no place to move to now. <laughs> and it was it was a terrible experience. And the man just totally took my spot. Took my spot right there. It, it just right underneath. He could have moved into the train, he could have moved into the train, but he did not. He just took my spot. <laughs> you know what? I would have been just as pissed as you are. I really would have I know. I, it's no, it no, is it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. The tenacity. The tenacity of this man. To do that. Need I, I, I remind you that you spent 15 hours in Dallas Fort Worth Airport. <laughs> 15 well, that's hours. I, that's that's just as bad, but I think your your situation is even worse. That's like somebody <laughs> took the seat. Somebody took the seat away from you. That was your seat, man. And they right, just, right. It, it's ridiculous. It, it's ridiculous that, that that happened. And then today, today, I'm I'm walking home from the train. And I get the little, you know, the the guy, the guy with the walk sign. You can walk. 
So I'm walking, and this this guy at a Range Rover decides to make a right turn and almost hits me. Unbelievable. <laughs> Did he give him the finger? Oh, yeah, I gave him the finger. Gave him the finger and started yelling. Well, you know, here's, here's some advice. In the first situation where the guy took your seat, I would have just sat on top of him. I would have sat on him. I would have sat on his lap. Second of all, I was uh, answering my mind. Do I say something? Do I confront this man? It's crowded train. Like, you know, I don't know what, what the protocol is here. Do you, you start a fight in the middle of the train? Like, nah, nah. Well, you sit on him or you fart in his face, you know, and then you get off the train. And then, yeah, well, secondly, in a, you know, closed metal detector. We were all going to the same spot. You know, Hoboken is the last last stop in the train, so. That's true. That's true. I, I, it, it's tough. That's 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 a travesty. Some, nobody should do that to another person, take their seat from out of, out of them. That's ridiculous. I would have taken it back, or, or I would have pushed I, them off a little bit, you know? I appreciate the understanding. I do. I appreciate the understanding, because... Because everyone else, coworkers, didn't understand. They just didn't get it. I, I get it. In weeks, just just for the record, what what's your take briefly on uh, Ethan's complaints about D. Marsh's birthday? Uh, is he out of line, or did he have a point? <laughs> oh, I think uh, you're 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 quite out of line on that one. I think that's. Uh, oh no way! You're 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 out of your mind. <laughs> you're, you're 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 totally out of your mind on that one. That one. That one. I I am right. And that's the end of the story. That's it. That's all there is to it. I, I'm correctly offended. to be mad about not being invited to a party? What, what, what is that story? That, no one else has thought, no one else even thought to invite me. It was, it was hurtful in that, in that no one else really, you know, even, even thought to mention my name. To say, hey, well, you know, what about he, what about, what about bringing, bringing him around? Ping crap. You know, you know what, now that you say that, feelings are, feelings are very important. So, I mean, uh, you, you, your feelings were heard. I think that's wrong. I actually, I think that's... Uh, maybe, maybe we should get, you know, be March on this and we should talk to him. I, I don't think that's right. You know, no. Um, no on really, actually, oh. my, my feelings are kind of hurt. I should have been invited. How come I wasn't invited? I'm hurt. Yeah, right. See, you know, everyone wants to be included. That's the whole thing. Everyone everyone just wants inclusion. It's... This is a party, after all. Everybody should be invited, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You are such, such a, a fucking late, everybody. Panderer. <laughs> You're such a I've been, trying, I've, been chirping uh, up. I've been chirping up trying to tell that to everybody. <laughs> Don't say chirping to us. <laughs> chirping. So, oh, man, chirping. There's uh, no, no, the one first, last thing. We're, we're so low on time tonight, so uh, I'll just leave you with this while Ethan's still on, is that... Uh, Last night, Charles, you know Charles, happy birthday. It was his birthday last night. You know Charles, right, Weeks? Yes, happy birthday, Charles. So he's a programmer uh, for iPhone apps, and he was showing us the uh, uh, the iOS 7 because it's on his phone, and he was, like, uh, showing us that you could get to the flashlight easily and all this stuff. And the thing that Ethan was most excited about was that you could lock and unlock portrait and landscape orientation. Now, that has been on the iPhone since the iPhone 1. So, but that was apparently new to Ethan. And then Charles gets really excited, and he takes like five minutes trying to pull this up to do it. And he shows us these bouncing texts. And he's like, see, the texts bounce now. And Charles is so excited about it. And Ethan goes, oh, that's stupid. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst. Like, who really needs bouncing texts? Like, well, bouncing texts, that's just... It's a waste battery. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, and you know, it made me motion sick. Weeks, it's tough yeah, right? Like, now they're gonna bounce. Come on now. What? Uh, 
Uh, it's tough enough to read nowadays. What now they got to bounce the text? That's a little ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm totally against the bouncy text. It's ridiculous. Actually, I take the uh, happy birthday away from Charles. That's that's not cool. That's not cool at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm gonna let you go, Ethan. Anything else you want to say to John Weeks before we bounce? I know we gotta come up, gotta come up to the uh, the city sometime. Love to love to see it. Definitely, man. Definitely, we should do a show all together. I think that would be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, It'd be a great time. But they would not try to pack. Anyway, uh, but it was a pleasure. Right. And an Guys, honor, been Ethan. fun always. Pleasure. Uh, I'll see you. Talk to you later. Sorry, definitely. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. All right. So so level with me here. What, what do you really think about the whole Beemarsh incident? I mean, he did say his feelings were hurt. He felt uh, not included. I mean, uh, I think B. Marsh was in the wrong now. He's, you know, <laughs> there was. <laughs> you are just such a dick. Um, oh, hey, wait. Before, uh, so speaking of, you know, I mentioned Loveline. Before speaking of Loveline, hey, how about the Prop 8 and Doma being struck down today? I know, big, big uh, Supreme Court rulings today. Big rulings with a lot of effects. Uh, yeah, I mean, big giveaway. What did, what did you what do you think about the ruling? Oh, I think the the rulings were you know a sign of the times and that things have changed and uh, people's attitudes about uh, gay marriage and uh, the you know human rights have changed too. And I think that's what it really is. And you know it's it's amazing to see how the justices uh, kind of got split down the line there between liberals and conservatives and uh, you know maybe one or two minds great great minds uh, decided it and. You know, they knocked down the uh, proposition in California, but they said that it's going to continue to go on, you know, the, the, the challenges in terms of uh, um, those who favor Proposition 8. Um, but it's, it's big wins for human rights today and, uh, and gay rights, and I think that's a, that's a good thing. So for Prop 8, for now, uh, same-sex couples in California can get married, but that could change again, you're saying? They can get married, and basically what the Supreme Court did was they averted the issue. So they basically said that uh, uh, they don't uh, the supporters of Proposition 8 don't have any standing. So that basically it kicks it back to uh, the old ruling in 2010, which basically said that Proposition 8 was unconstitutional. So uh, yes, basically marriage in California, uh, gay gay marriage in California is legal, and um, you know, yeah, uh, but the you know. Those who favor Proposition A still think they have standing and they're going to continue to bring uh, case actions and whatnot. Um, yeah. But I, I don't think they have much of a a backing, really. Did you uh, happen to catch Nancy Pelosi's reaction to Michelle Bachman's uh, note? No, I didn't. <laughs> what happened? Well, so Michelle Bachman wrote this crazy-ass, like, letter or tweet or something on her uh, saying, let me see if I can get it now, see if it's uh, up on the thing, Bachman Doma remarks, uh, I think I got it, Weeks, bear with me here. Uh, uh. She said, this is Michelle Bachman talking, marriage was created, or I should talk like her, marriage was created in my hand of God. No man, not even a Supreme Court, can undo what a holy God has instituted. Um, and she talked about the foundational unit of our society, which is marriage. So I shit you not, in the press conference uh, after Domo was struck down, uh, Nancy Pelosi and uh, several uh, Democrats were standing with her. 
I'm not sure what the conference was exactly, but it was a press conference regarding the uh, decisions. So some uh, reporter goes, well, Michelle Bachman said uh, that this threatens the Constitution of the thing and whatever, and, and then Nancy Pelosi shrugs her shoulders and goes, who cares? <laughs> well, I, I think that's uh, the proper response. She's pretty much irrelevant, uh, Bachman. Um, yeah. I, I agree with that. Uh, and, uh, Who cares? <laughs> but, you know, the interesting thing now is to see, uh, you know, I've read an article about it. 30% of the country has legalized gay marriage now that you have California and those states that have already done it. Um, you know, you're not mm-hmm. near the majority, of course, and there's already states that have bans on it, uh, especially in the South and some parts of the Midwest. The, the, I think the important thing to see now is whether or not our president takes some kind of action on this you know, because he's now got the backing of the uh, Supreme Court and the judicial branch. So he's, if he wants to pass something that's uh, far sweeping, you know, albeit it might be an unpopular decision, especially in certain areas, but he's not running for mm-hmm. re-election again. It's going to be important to see what he does, and if he does anything. You know what? That's, I'm sorry. You know? No, go ahead. Yeah. You know what I thought was uh, – uh, what always troubled me during the, uh, you know, before our country was kind of ready to grow up a bit, um, back in, uh, what was it, the uh, 04 election? No. Uh, yeah, the, the 04 election when um, George Bush proposed the uh, that there be a federal amendment banning gay marriage. Um, and I remember talking to my Republican friends at the time, and they were like, uh, <laughs> they, they were saying, like, they were defending Bush, which is fine, but then I was like, well, what about this whole ban on gay marriage? Like, that's messed up, no? And then they were like, well, uh, marriage is up to the states anyway. And then I was like, but, w- well, why can't there be a federal amendment granting gay marriage? And they're like, oh, no, it needs to be up to the states. But the thing is, they were accepting that there would be an amendment banning it, but not an amendment for it. Like, that was too right. crazy an idea, you know? Right, and I, no, I, I, actually, your point is uh, 100% correct. I think uh, you can't be for a state ban or a state, you know, proposal for legalizing gay marriage. You can be for state rights, but you can't have it, you know, one way or another. Um, and I, quite frankly, I am states' rights, but uh, uh, you know, which is a scary thing. California did vote for Proposition 8, and secondly, the other scary thing is that Bill Clinton was the one who proposed uh, DOMA, pretty much, uh, yeah. even though he's against it now. So um, it's not really, to me, a Republican-Democrat uh, issue. It's really about modernization of uh, social human values nowadays and human rights. Right. And, um, you know, that's why a far-sweeping change by the president today, you know, would be a major major step forward. But, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of people who are not going to be happy with that. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what he does. And, um, yeah. you know, the Supreme Court, I think, ruled the right way. And, um, you know... You know, they went out and affirmatively in support of human rights and gay marriage today. So, you know, uh, kudos I, to them. Yeah, I mean, I agree wholeheartedly. And it, and it's this always stuff, this always seems to happen at the right times. Like uh, two years right. ago, uh, New York State passed uh, same-sex marriage the Friday before the Gay Pride Weekend in New York. And then same thing this time. You know, it, it happened the Wednesday before uh, uh, the Pride Weekend, which is coming up. Um, so it's, uh, it gives us more of a reason to celebrate, you know, when it's, when it's something like this, rather than kind of, you know, if these, um, 
laws were held up today, then it would have been kind of a, a, a somber uh, mood right. and, or not even somber, but like angry and like, what do we do now, you know? But this is, uh, this is good. It's a good step in the right direction. And I agree with that uh, 100%. You know, it's a, now you can celebrate with a great meeting and, uh, you know, justice was served. You know, kudos to the Supreme Court, really. Yeah. So how about a, a little uh, shit story? Let's talk about okay. some some fecal matter. Uh, so I was <laughs> I explaining to, <laughs> to I was explaining to uh, uh, Nikki last week that uh, well no 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 I was explaining to her a while ago and she reminded me last week that uh, somebody uh, in my office uh, takes dunks without washing his or her or Shim's hands right doesn't wash his hands uh, and so I think it was a girl actually so Nikki was like traumatized by the fact that I told her that. So then when I, we went and we talked to Ethan, but then I got back on the horn with Nikki and I was like, okay, so let's talk about the whole you being traumatized by the shit thing. And this, I shit you not, weeks was her reaction. <gasps> telling me about this. Oh my what? God, no. What, what, oh what? my God. Oh, the worst. Oh, the worst. Oh my God. Okay. Oh, was, the worst. That was her reaction. So she then said that, uh, when I told her that, she wound up being horrified of going into public women's rooms, and she uh, had, like, she was about to do an event. She's in the fashion world. She was about to do an event, and she had this panic attack because I think what happened was somebody, uh, she was in the bathroom, and she didn't want to touch the door handle to get out, so she pretended she was, like, locked in there. And started knocking really loudly on the door for someone to open it. And then somebody opened the door, and then she went back to her event. But the thing is, like, she thought to herself, now everybody knows that I'm afraid of people who don't wash their hands. And she started having this panic attack, and she had to leave the event that she was supposed to to actually, like, leave the thing. She, She had to leave it. And she she uh like went and laid down because she couldn't take it. <laughs> wow, wow, that's 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 pretty extreme. That's that's pretty amazing, actually. I, you know, I used to be like that. I used to be like a real germaphobe, I guess. You know, scared of germs and scared of public bathrooms. Wait, and, uh, wait, hold on. Hold the phone. Back well, up the truck. I know, I know. This is surprising to you. But that that was back when I was three years old. <laughs> Wait, when you were three, you were a germaphobe? Yeah, yeah. How, how do you even know I've, that? I've since changed. You know, my uh, parents mm. say I was a, a real, real germaphobe when I was a kid. And uh, <laughs> but now now I, I've I've become a friend of germs, actually. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, really, I've really learned to live with germs, you know, and... You know, the, the more germs there are, the better for you, I think, you know. And and all, all we are are big germs. We're just walking, talking germs. <laughs> I think that, like, I know you, you've cleaned up a lot now, but say it was like the John Weeks from a decade ago, Nikki would have been, like, she. I don't think she would have survived meeting you. <laughs> you know? Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think she would have survived either, you know. Uh, but uh, you know, I I used to be one with germs, and I still am today. Uh, germs are like my little brothers, 
You know, and you have you have to take mm. care of them. You have to you have to let them thrive. You should have seen my uh, kitchen, my uh, my refrigerator the other day. Oh man, it was great. I opened up this container of food and there was mold growing all. Over. <laughs> 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 it's amazing to see. Like it's a battle between the mold and the actual food, and which one's winning. And and uh, you know, I, I keep it as like a science experiment, just to. One day I'll eat it, but no, probably not today. You know, when when I have a good weekend. No, no, don't eat that. Do not eat the, what is it, Chinese food? That's racist. Yes, it is Chinese food, yes. Um, so <laughs> I had the same thing going on, but I was not three. I was like 26 when I started getting the germ thing, and I, I just developed this tremendous anxiety that manifested itself into like an OCD thing. Um, and I remember I was working at a PR firm at the time, and uh, the office next to us was an attorney. An attorney, and I remember the the <laughs> the attorney's name was Todd Merrer, and uh, and he uh, I remember pissing at the urinal once and walking away, you know, washing my hands and leaving the bathroom. But I remember being so paranoid that my urine was going to contaminate somebody. So then later, I go back because I pissed on the floor, like a little bit got on the floor. So then I went back, to, and this was a nightmare for me at the time. So I'm, like, flipping out about it at work. And then I go back to the bathroom, and I see Todd Merrer walk in there, and he's standing in my piss and, and urinating. And I was like, Oh my God! What do I do? And I was like, Do I tell him? Do I t- do I tell him that he's pissing in my piss right now? And uh, I didn't do that. Um, but then it also like I I remember going back into the reception uh, on our uh, floor and the receptionist Linda. I said, You know, I pissed on Todd Mara's shoes. And then he Linda just goes, Oh, he's a pig. He's a pig. And that made me feel a little better about it. And then uh, Todd Merrer, I remember also, he would piss, he would shit, and he would never wash his hands. So if anything, he would be the one contaminating me, but I was so twisted with the OCD that I was worried about contaminating this jackass. You know, in my situation, I uh, wash my hands, but I don't think I really know how to wash my hands properly. Because when I wash my hands, I do it very, I guess the term would be violently, I put my hands in the water, and I put a little soap on it, and then I just go crazy with my hands till the water flies off. <laughs> so you, you, you can tell that I wash my hands when you see my shirt. I have water all over my shirt. And, uh, yeah, it's because you, you stepped in Todd Mayer's home kiss <laughs> hybrid. Let's, uh, let's open it up. Oh, the mess, oh, my God. You. Tom Fogarty was shaking down there in Florida. Damn, you didn't even use any lube on me that time. <laughs> Hello. 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 terrarium in my pants at this point. <laughs> Maybe lizards saw, and shit down there. I'm not sure. <laughs> I saw something about uh, on Facebook before you were dining with racists. 
Uh, yeah, my mother's friends. I mean, you know, I lovingly refer to her as Miss Daisy, and there's a reason. <laughs> uh, when you say Miss Daisy, I always thought you were referring to Lulu, but I guess not. Nope, 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 nope. That would be my mom. But, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He's down here and, and from that side of the tracks, if you know what I mean. Ugh. It has been very hard. It's been very hard the last two days, you know. It's like yeah. they're, of course, on the complete opposite side of the fence that I'm on. Right. So, you know, but there's absolutely no way I'm going to change any 80-year-old people, so you just got to keep your mouth shut. But it makes it kind of hard. Makes it kind yeah, of I hard. Hear but enough of that. Let's get to the fun. Let's get to the hot mess awards. Who have you got for us, Fire? Yeah, Aaron Hernandez. I'm sure you've been following this. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. My God, but have you followed the whole thing? You know, it started when he was at the University of Florida. There were a couple shootings that they always sort of had him in their crosshairs for, but they could never, like, pin him on anything. And then mm-hmm. apparently last year at a club down in Miami... They know he shot the guy and blinded him in one eye, but because the man refused to press charges, they couldn't do anything. (laughs) Wow. Why did he refuse? You think he paid him off? That was right after he had signed the second largest five-year extension of a tight Mm -hmm. end ever. So they were all hot for him, you know, up to just today apparently when – the moment he was arrested, the Patriots decided to release him. He's now listed. I just looked him up on Wikipedia, and he's listed as a free agent. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! Uh, you think he's going to wind up? You think he's going to get off like OJ, or is he going to go to jail? No, I think you know they might get him because he's. They have all this other stuff on him. I don't. I don't see him getting away with this one. Yeah. You know, it's like they didn't get O.J. on the murders. They got him on stealing his own crap back, for God's sake. <laughs> you know, you got to be there. And who is the next in the Hot Mess Awards? Uh, well, it's sort of a tie right now. I'm not sure if it's Paula Dean or if it's Walmart for dropping Paula Dean. I'm not quite <laughs> sure. Explain. <laughs> I'm not quite sure. Well, I mean... It's sort of like the pot calling the kettle beige, if you know what I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, moving racist. right along. Moving right along. Uh-huh. Uh, Rob Kardashian wait, wait, wait. and his... Uh, no, 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 no. Wait, stay on Paula his... for a second, because did you see the Paula Dean interview this morning with Matt Lauer? No, I missed that. It was one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen, and she... <laughs> Like, the most powerful moment of it, I'd say, was when she goes, I is what I is. And uh, she was just, like, she was crying at weird spots, and she was, like, Matt Lauer, I thought, handled it very badly. It was really bizarre. (laughs) Well, I think the whole thing is bizarre. I mean, you know, on one hand, you've got people saying she's of a certain age in the South. And, yes, she is, but at the same time, you know, it's... None of the black workers ever came forward and complained. That's true. It's just just this one white woman in a front office who decided to, you know, complain. So, I mean, it's just you sort of got to wonder, you know, what, what what, one, what are people willing to put up with? And two, 
a one person's racist joke is another person's sort of inside yuck yuck. Right. Right. What I mean, it's a, it's a fine line. So I still don't know how to. I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, but you know, it just it's not a pretty picture, no matter how you look at it. Well, that's the other thing. After the interview today, I had no idea whether to be sympathetic for her or to just be like, oh, she's lying. I, I really, I was very, I had all, I was feeling all the feelings. Right. Well, you know that other thing that they run, uh, it'll probably be starting up again. It always seems to be a late summer show on uh, either CBS or NBC, but it's where people trace their roots back. You know, it's that thing that started with the professor at Harvard. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that on Channel 13, but now there's a, <laughs> there's a network version of that. And mm-hmm. she did her shit like two seasons ago and was traced back to being her family with slave owners. Oh. You know, mm. she just sat there sort of sobbing. She hasn't put two together to think that, you know, her people were that well off at one point. Well, you know, at that point in the South, it wasn't so much well off as just white. Yeah. Right. You know, because it's only it's yeah. So and it's who just, you got it's just for the round. third hot mess? Uh, Rob Kardashian. Okay. Supposedly this weight gain has been very rapid, and now they're mm-hmm. coming out and saying that it's all been a ploy by Bruce Jenner. You know who manages all those friggin' KKKs? For <laughs> <laughs> him, a deal with. Weight Watchers. So they plumped him up? Yeah. Wow. That Rob. He's a friggin' veal, I guess. You know, they they had him in a little pen out back. And he was eating everything that clearly during the pregnancy. Uh-huh. Maybe he was the pregnant one. Well, who knows? <laughs> All right, who the let's hell do that jerk-off. Uh, backstage jerk-off. Time to begin. We need a theme song for it. I've asked Eric a lot. Still no response. Oh yeah, the jack off. Weeks, you kick us off. Alrighty. Who's jacking off first? (laughs) Weeks Weeks is jacking off when he pulls it up. I'm jacking off first. (laughs) Scantily clad men will be parading around New York City this weekend. But enough about Anthony Weiner's mayoral campaign. (laughs) Oh. Jim Carrey has, has come out against his new film, Kick-Ass 2, because it's overly violent. Carrey, however, failed to come out against his film, Me, Myself, and Irene, for sucking ass. So. <laughs> Supreme Court this week limited the historic 1965 voter, Voting Rights Act. They also advocated for the revival of Hitler's corpse. <laughs> The Reverend Al Sharpton said that the Supreme Court just canceled MLK's dream. What I'm wondering is, when will MSNBC cancel Politics Nation with Al Sharpton? (laughs) Oh! Oh, Men's Warehouse revealed the reason for the firing of longtime spokesman and founder George Zimmer. The reason is because he shot and killed Trayvon Martin. <laughs> I, I guarantee that. Men's Warehouse said Zimmer was unable to convince the board that his positions were in the best interest of the company's employees 
shareholders or the company's future. But the real thing he had trouble selling, however, was that anybody would like the way they looked while dressed in men's warehouse. <laughs> I'm gonna miss George Zimmer this week. Uh, He's the best. <laughs> I'm gonna boycott Men's Warehouse now. Bring back George Zimmer. Yeah, go back to Fat Bastard Store like I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you sick and tall. Tim and Kanye. <laughs> Tim and Kanye named their baby North, making the baby's name Northwest. In response, Northwest Airlines said, oh, great, another Northwest destined for turbulence and failure. In the middle of North's birth, Taylor Swift barged in and stated Beyonce was one of the greatest baby names of all time. Um. (laughs) In response to recent allegations of being a racist, Paula Dean tearfully stated, I is what I is. He then gave Al Roker a fried watermelon chitlin pie. Aw, <laughs> oh, y'all. <laughs> she didn't use no all at all. <laughs> we? Texas Senator Wendy Davis spoke for 10 hours in the Senate chamber last night to filibuster a heavy regulations abortion bill. She was stopped when she went off topic while speaking about ultrasounds. I was surprised that the judge didn't rule she had gone off topic. When she went on a 40-minute tirade about Somalia. (laughs) (laughs) Man and a woman had been seeing each other for years in a nursing home. The man started seeing a new woman. The old flame asked, what's going on? How come we don't see each other anymore? The man said, she plays cards with me. The old girlfriend said, I played cards with you. The man said, she takes walks with me. I took walks with you. She cooks for me. I cook for you all the time. She gives me hand jobs. I gave you hand jobs. Yeah, but she's got Parkinson's. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Battle and roll. <laughs> Thank you so much, Tom Fogarty, for shake, rattling, and roll with us tonight. Fire. Thank you, Tom. Ciao, ciao, Belly. Hello. Yeah, all right. We'll catch you next week. Hello. Gotta go let these lizards. <laughs> what? what? I gotta go let, <laughs> let this lizard? I gotta go, I gotta go let these loose or something. I thought. Yeah. I don't know that's what she said. Maybe he's, I wonder if he's talking about the racist old people. Maybe he's got a cage up in the back. <laughs> Down in Florida, naked, sweating. Great show. So, we, the, uh, there's a moment that happened two weeks ago on the show that I just want to go over with you quickly because I need to go to go over with you what happened today. But uh, this this is a moment of yours from the show, so let's just play that. <laughs> Yeah, let's play it again. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is phenomenal, man. That is awesome. What was going on there? That's what I. That's what I truly lose it. That's my bird uh, call. That's my bird. <laughs> can you do it again here? I can try. Go ahead. Are you ready? Yep. <laughs> So okay, so well, we were uh, we were just talking. Oh, by the way, I asked uh, for the joke off. I asked one of my coworkers. Remember, I told you about Chandini, who uh, uh, finished the race later than everyone else. Um, she, uh, I asked her to write me some jokes for the joke off for this show. And what she did was, she first she was like, Holmes, I don't write jokes. And I was like, trust me, if you try, you'd be hilarious. So then she proceeded to tell me all these jokes, but. This is how all of them went, and I'll give you just one example. Um, okay. She was like, Holmes, you know how, like, you'll go to a deli and, like, you'll be looking for, like, a long time at the menu, and you just, like, take forever, and then at all of a sudden you just go, oh, can I get a ham and cheese sandwich? Like, you know how that happens, Holmes? <laughs> she told all these jokes with incredible setups, but no punchline. <laughs> Oh, my God. Another one was, I guess, Candace was supposed to be Kim Kardashian's uh, daughter's name, but but it wound up being North. But Chanzini was like, oh, did you hear how Kim uh, and Kanye named their baby Candace with a K? I'm like, learn to spell, you illiterate bitch. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Tell tell this girl to not quit her day job. I mean, they're incredible if she could just execute him better, you know? Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. we got to get her on the, uh, the, ja- the jack-off. You know, maybe we can, <laughs> she can jack-off with us. It's, that, is, that is inappropriate. So the, Was that inappropriate? I'm sorry. That's, you, out of all the things we've said, you don't go on too damn far. <laughs> I is what I is, man. <laughs> so uh, today, right? So today, I oh god, you know all the drama that I went through with Men's Warehouse last time, right? Right. Did we talk about that terrible. on the show? I, we talked about it, right? I think we did. Yes, we did. Yeah. Um, so you know, after all that drama last time, where they didn't have my pants, um, today, <laughs> uh, so so I you know I called them as we mentioned before, and I got fifty uh, percent off the tops, right? So that's that's mm-hmm. kind of what they could do last time. So then today I made it a point to call the store before going in to pick up my tuxedo. Well, what do you think happened? Oh my God, they didn't have it. Here's what happened: the, this guy picks up the phone, and I shit you not, this is exactly what he sounds like. <laughs> I had no idea what the fuck he was saying. And so then I was like, I am just trying to make sure that my tuxedo is all there because there were no pants last time. The guy goes, and so then the guy like, asked for my reservation number, and I gave it to him and, and whatever, and then he walks away from the phone and puts me on hold for about seven minutes. He comes back on the phone and says, oh, I'm sorry, what's your reservation number again? And I go, 
seriously? And he goes, well, your reservation number? And I said, really? And he said, yeah, sorry, I, I took down the wrong one. And so I give him the reservation number again. He puts me on hold again. I'm on hold for another seven or eight minutes. Then <laughs> a woman answers the phone and goes, uh, thanks for calling Men's Warehouse. How can I help you? And I was like, I'm waiting for this other guy to let me know whether or not my tux is ready. And she goes, okay, hold on. And she puts me on hold for about 10 minutes. And then a third guy picks up the phone, and him, he at least was more comprehensible, and he goes, Men's Warehouse, how can I help you? And I was like, you are the third person that I've talked to. I've been put on hold three times. And the guy was like, oh, Jesus, I'm sorry about that. And he he was nice, um, but uh, I was like, uh, you know, I just need to make sure that everything is in my tuck. Bear, bear in mind, at least, this was a yes or no question, and this was an hour-long phone call. Yeah, it was like 45 minutes to an hour. And only would this ever happen with Men's Warehouse. So, um and maybe Time Warner and Verizon. So uh, the guy says he's not going to put me on hold. So this presents a problem for me because I would rather him put me on hold than because now I can't talk shit about him to my coworkers. You know what I mean? I can't be like. Right. And then even at at one point I was like, yeah, they do, now they don't have uh, now they don't have my pants again. And then the guy and I said like. I said, I'm, oh, Megan, this girl Megan was like, don't. She said, you should just hang up and call back. And I said, no, I'm not even on hold. They're looking for my pants. And then the guy goes, oh, yeah, I don't want, you, I don't want to put you on hold again. It's pretty obvious. We can't find your pants. <laughs> and I was like, right. So this is the same fucking issue from last time. There's no fucking pants in the damn tuxedo bag. So then finally somebody finds the pants. Um, and they put the pants in there. And I asked the guy, <laughs> the first question I asked the first guy, the guy who was like, mom, 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 and I was like, are, is everything in the tuxedo bag? Because I don't want to go through this shit again of coming in there and not everything's there. Again, for the fifth time today. And the guy was like, well, Lydia's laying it all out now, and yep, 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 uh, you're good to go. So I immediately called Men's Warehouse Customer Service after that. And keep in mind, I had gotten half off before. So then the guy picked up the phone in customer service, and I was just like, yo, I, I had a really bad experience Men's Warehouse, with Men's Warehouse. Just want to go over it. It was the same thing I said last week when I called. And so uh, I explained to him what happened, and I said, I said to the guy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to um, do a lot of things for my friends. I'm willing to stay and pay for hotels and stuff, but I'm not willing to um, – to pay to be treated this way, so I would like the uh, I would like my balance at zero. That's what I asked. I said to the guy, and Good the guy said, "Thank you." And the guy said, "Okay, let me see uh, what I can do about that." So he, uh, which is kind of like the opposite of their attitude in the store. In the store, it's always like, "Oh, that's not going to happen." But then on the phone, it's like you say this like ridiculous number, like I'm not going to pay you anything, and then. The guy says, okay, so now i got to talk to the the store. So then the guy has to contact the store, and I'm like, oh, boy, they're going to put you on hold for another 20 minutes. So, um, And then, yeah, that was another 45-minute phone call with this guy. But oh, my gosh. Eventually, he gets back on the phone, and he said, uh, and I wasn't even going to argue about the $20 deposit that I put down because I wasn't going to get too crazy. But then the guy, was just, he got back on the phone, and he said, Okay, I had them marked as free, so you'll actually get your twenty dollar deposit back as well. 
So wow, I got in their ass, Larry. I got in their ass. I ate some Snickers. I was like, why you ain't got no credit cards? Why you ain't got no magazine subscription? I got in their ass, got it down to zero, and then we go to Men's Warehouse at lunch. Me and Demarsh, because I needed some protection. Demarsh is brolic now, right? So we got them. He could beat some motherfuckers up, right? <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So me and Demarsh, we go in Men's Warehouse at lunch. <laughs> we walk in. They don't there. have the pants. <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, that I was afraid of that first, but I found the pants in the bag. But and I, I was all excited to try on the the bow tie because uh, it's a white bow tie uh, with this black tux, and uh, there was no bow tie in the fucking bag. So then I, I the the woman who was really not nice last time was extremely nice this time, uh, which I was like terrified to go back there. That's why I brought Pimars. But um, I. Uh, she was nice this time, and I told her, like, the bow tie seems to be missing, and I said it casually, and she just goes, oh, God. And she was just, like, <laughs> devastated by this. And uh, she was like, I'm going to have to order you one. Is that all right? And I said, it's not convenient. And she was like, well, which store do you want to go to? And I was like, no, nah, I mean, this is the best one. It's going to be hard to get to the area tomorrow. But so now, you know, I got the whole tux and everything. No bow tie. And that was, like, the part I was most excited about. So now I have to go back again a third time tomorrow. So what could have been a one-trip thing has mm-hmm. turned into three excursions to Chelsea, which I, I'm, we don't even work in that neighborhood anymore. So it's it's absurd. Anyway, at least I got my money back, and I don't have to pay for the, you know, I saved me about 200 bucks. Yeah, that's the least I could do for you. I bet that guy who you talked to on the phone who gave you that was, uh, I think it was George Zimmer. I think it was the last thing he did with the <laughs> You know what the weird thing is? He did sound like him. He did sound I, like George Zimmer. It probably was him. I guarantee it. <laughs> By the way, you picked a really weird part during the joke off to say I guarantee it. <laughs> I, I did. That was, that was pretty terrible. I don't have too many timing. <laughs> I think I know you got to go, so we'll we'll leave it with this tonight. Um, last time when, when Nikki co-hosted, she was talking about the, uh, her friend who was, uh, taking the subway and this homeless man got on the train and he goes, oh, I'm so hungry. I want food. Give me food. And, and Nikki's friend gives the guy, he was like, oh, here you go. And he gives him a box of a dozen donuts. And the homeless man, yeah, the homeless man takes the donuts, opens the box, and says, I don't want no fucking donuts, and flames the donuts at the guy like they're Frisbees. (laughs) (laughs) And I think the guy just ran out at the next stop. (laughs) I would have ran after him. That's ridiculous. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean the the guy who gave him the donuts ran out at the next stop. <laughs> He's dodging these fucking donuts coming at his head. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. I would have made that guy eat those donuts, quite frankly. I would have been really angry. I would have said, You are taking these donuts home with you. And, you know, like, well, all right, he doesn't have a home. Good. That'd be insensitive. <laughs> that would be insensitive. But you know what, see what happens, John? Weeks, you miss a week and all chaos, all hell breaks loose. 
I know, I know. See, I, I know. I'm back, though. I'm back, baby. I'm back. You know, I, there's no other place All I'd right. rather be than with you and uh, Blaze and Ride backstage, man. This is the best show, second best show on earth. You know that. That's what P.T. Barnum said to me before he passed away last week. Who did? P.T. Barnum. That's what he, oh, he said. Oh. He said this. He said Thanks. this is the second best show on earth. Thanks, Hova. Uh, <laughs> and uh, last last order of business. What's your favorite scene in She's the Mang Mang? <laughs> you know the one. Oh my God. <laughs> you know the one where. <laughs> The one with the big uh, gorilla, and he's in uh, he, he's on top of the, uh, what is this, in Manhattan. He's on top of that big tower. He's got that girl in his fist, and he's getting shot at by planes. You know that one? And he's got a tear in his... The Empire State Building, you mean? The <laughs> Empire State Building, I'm sorry. You know, big, he's on top of the Manhattan. <laughs> on top of that big building in Manhattan. <laughs> I think going to that Ripley's George W. Bush Museum made you stupider. <laughs> it may have, it may have. But but Amanda, Amanda Bynes might plays a really good uh, gorilla, i got to say. <laughs> I bet you, like... She'll hear this, and the next selfie she'll take is her in a gorilla suit in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, she, she's going to tweet me out. Watch. She's going to kill me on tweet, Twitter. <laughs> do, you, do you even have a Twitter? No, I don't. I, I don't tweet. I'm, those are for the birds. <laughs> You're what? Afraid of the birds? I'm afraid of the birds. Anything bird-related I'm afraid of. Except for uh, when enough. I go when I dress up in my costume and I fly around, though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fair issue. All right, we'll be back uh, on on Monday uh, with the regular show with singer Denny Love. Check us out next Wednesday on Blazing Ride Backstage. And uh, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And if you have a Barbie doll, bend her backwards, strip her off in clothes, uh, leave her in some drawers somewhere, cut her off her feet. You know, just mangle the shit out of that bitch. She ain't got a chance. <laughs> Go record a podcast, everybody. Good night, Weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night, sir. A pleasure and honor. Pleasure and honor.